Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is morning prayer for Monday, January 15th, the year of our Lord, 2024, the season of Epiphany. The prophet writes, From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who've been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this minister reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient, you'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant each of you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. The Invitatory, O Lord, open our lips, and your part, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our morning canticle, the Venite, page 14. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Our psalm for this morning, the first half of Psalm 37, beginning on page 314 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, Fret not yourself because of the ungodly, neither be envious of those who are evildoers. For they shall soon be dried up like the grass, and be withered even as the green herb. Put your trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land, and surely you shall be fed. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you your heart's desire. Commit your way unto the Lord, and put your trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall make your righteousness as clear as the light, and your just dealing as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not grieve yourself over the one whose way prospers, 
over the one who carries out evil counsels. Refrain from wrath and let go of anger. Fret not yourself, lest you be moved to do evil. For evildoers shall be rooted out, but those who wait patiently for the Lord, they shall inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the ungodly shall be clean gone. You shall look for their place, and they shall not be there. But the meek-spirited shall possess the land, and shall be refreshed with an abundance of peace. The ungodly plot against the just, and gnash at them with their teeth. The Lord shall laugh at them, laugh them to scorn, for he sees that their day is coming. The ungodly have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay those who walk aright. Their sword shall go through their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. The little that the righteous has is better than great riches of the ungodly. For the arms of the ungodly shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Genesis chapter 15. Genesis 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my own household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars if you're able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord, and he counted to him as righteousness. And he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he brought him all these, cut them in half, and laid each half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in half. And when birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram, and behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord God said to Abram, Know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs, and will be his servants there, and they will be afflicted for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. As for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace, and shall be buried in a good old age. And they shall come back here in the fourth generation, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your offspring I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Deum Laudamus on page 17. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. 
to you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. John. John chapter 7, beginning at verse 25. Some of the people of Jerusalem, therefore, said, Is not this the man whom they seek to kill? And here he is, speaking openly, and they'd say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Christ? But we know where this man comes from, and when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. So Jesus proclaimed as he taught in the temple, You know me, and you know where I come from, but I have not come of my own accord. He who sent me is true, and him you do not know. I know him, for I came from him, and he sent me. So they were seeking to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because of his hour had not come. Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, When the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer, and then I'm going to him who sent me. You will seek me, and you will not find me. Where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, You will seek me, and you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive, for as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. When they heard these words, some of the people said, This really is the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, Is the Christ to come from Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the offspring of David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then came to the chief priests and Pharisees who said to him, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, No one ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees answered them, have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd does not know the law is accursed. Nicodemus, who had gone to him before and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us respond to the lesson, the words of the Benedictus. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, 
He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. Together, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. In unison, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Our Collect of the Day, on page 602 from, um, from the second Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, 
Grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. And at the bottom of page 22, this collect for the renewal of life on this Monday morning. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law. And guide our feet into the way of peace. That having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may when night comes rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission as is our custom. The first on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to lift up our government leaders. And last, we want to remember our neighbor, our fellow man, as we hold up those on our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O oh God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they walk before your people as godly examples of the faith. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our suffragan bishop-elect. Take this time to lift up your archbishop or your bishop, and remember your pastor or rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be that shining city on a hill which cannot be hidden as we manifest to the world that we're Christ's disciples with the great love we have one for another. And help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession, we pray. Amen. Now let's lift up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to govern. 
asking that you'd lift up the humble and those who do what is right according to their oath of office, but to resist the proud and the self-serving, rebuking the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power and all authority comes from you. We pray today for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, all the president's cabinet. We lift up Mike, our speaker, and Chuck, our Senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the House and Senate. We pray for John, our Chief Justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the courts throughout the land. I lift up Gretchen, my governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor, and I invite each of you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and remember your local leader. Father, give all these that we've elected and those they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And since your word declares that righteousness exalts a nation, we ask that you'd help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you so that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hand of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted throughout the world, and we lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all of those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for those that are suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare or material circumstances. We remember all those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of our men and women in the military and law enforcement communities, all of our first responders and our health care workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you'd stretch forth your mighty hand to heal, to deliver, and to provide for everyone who's calling upon your name. It's the only name given under heaven whereby men shall be saved. And all these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God.
the general thanksgiving on page 25. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you, and you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer ministry of Crossroads Anglican in South Lyon, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsabbey.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links that will help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.